This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, last evening in Aotearoa, Dunedin, the programme for Dunedin Arts Festival 2022 was launched. An exciting programme it is, and uh, we've got an opportunity now to talk uh, about that programme with uh, Festival Director Charlie Armwin. Charlie Morena, good to have you with us. Morena, great to be here. Um, what a, an amazing programme. First of all, very excited, Charlie, from this end, uh, on us, this side of the mic, to say it, it looks like uh, an exciting and very diverse festival. You must be pleased. Yeah, well, that's, that's fantastic to hear. You know, I, I am very, very happy with what um, what we've managed to put together. Uh, we've we've got international acts for the first time in a long time. Uh, last la- the last time we delivered a festival, the borders were closed, so it was all um, acts from all around Aotearoa, New Zealand. Now we've got some uh, fantastic shows from as far afield as Austria, from Canada, from um, Denmark, Finland, and of course our neighbours over the ditch in Australia. What did you learn from the last iteration of the festival that you took into this one in terms of the way you wanted to shape it? Uh, well, we what, what we learned last time, um, one of the, the benefits of, of COVID, if there are any, is that um, we were able to work, find out that we have world-class uh, acts here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, uh, which, which was great to, to learn about some of these um, these fantastic artists who had uh, who hadn't had the opportunity to to be presented in such a way. Um, so some of those shows we've been able to uh, not not thinking about this festival that we're we're about to put on ourselves, but some of those shows we've been able to talk to our partners over in Australia and say, hey, this is a show you should be looking at for your international content. And so we've been able to do a reciprocal uh, arrangement with them where they've said, oh, you should be looking at this fantastic circus show. And so we've got some of their some of their recommendations coming our way. Before we take a look at what's in store, um, tell us about venues for this year. Okay. Um, we're using, uh, the, the, of course, the, the Regent Theatre. How can you not use the Regent? Um, fantastic venue that it is. Uh, we have shows at um, uh, the Mayfair Theatre. Um, in South Dunedin there we've got um, I think five or six shows there and we've got uh, Kings and Queens um, Performing Arts Centre at the high schools we've got a fantastic music programme happening at Knox Church we've got five different music gigs happening in Knox Uh, we have um, shows at the Glenroy Auditorium Uh, we're using Tafaria Olrukatia which um, is uh, a newish venue. Uh, it used to be called the Community Gallery on Princess Street as well. All right. So uh, let's rip into this program because there's so much in it. And I know that our listeners, uh, anyone who wasn't at the launch last night, is going to want to get uh, their very first taste of what's in store. I know there has been some excitement about some of the shows that have been pre-announced, but uh, there's a lot to come. So let's tear into it. What are we opening with? Okay, we're going to open with um, a... Uh, a, a glam rock circus uh, show, which is uh, inspired by da- the works of David Bowie. Uh, so it's a work that's come from Australia. It's called Rebel, as in the David Bowie song Rebel Rebel. Uh, so it's it's all circus. It's um, with a full band. It's glam rock circus is the only way to describe this brand new genre that we have. It's going to be one incredible night. Fantastic. Sounds brilliant. All right. Um, maybe the best way to to move through is move through the program yeah I've got I, have, I have the um, the nice new brochure right out in front of me and which we, you'll be able to find in um, outlets all across uh, Otipoti at the moment and we should remind listeners uh, the dates for the festival this year too it's yes, true <laughs> uh, we, we open on the 12th of October and we run through to Labor Day with the, which is the 24th of October 
All right. Okay. And of course, you can find all the details of uh, the program up online as well. All on our website, uh, DunedinArtsFestival.co.nz, and in the brochures, which are all around town. Hopefully, uh, if you can't find any brochures, just hit us up on uh, our website or our social media, and we'll get a brochure to you. Fantastic. Share more with us. Okay. So, uh, moving on from Rebel, um, the next one I want to talk about is uh, I want to stick with the sort of uh, the high, the fun stuff, um, and then we'll we'll drop you down into the drama. so we've got, we got the, for anyone that saw the show last year, The Artist, which was um, Thomas Monkton, who uh, is a Finnish-based performer um, who studied at the same school as Sasha Baron Khan in, in Paris, and he's an incredible, incredible uh, physical artist. He's coming back with the world premiere of his new show, which is The King of Taking. He, um, Tom actually has had a small residency here in uh, Dunedin where he devised and created the show so it's actually this is the home of this brand new show which after us it's going off to other festivals and then we'll hit the rest of the world so it's really exciting to be able to host the the world premiere of this and tom plays a uh, a petulant childish king who has an allergy to touching the ground and he must always walk on red carpet <laughs> and uh, have uh, effective fanfare of everywhere he goes and um it, it's it's absolutely incredible he does all of this without any dialogue, and um, there's a second character in a suit of arm, suit of armor there, and um, it's it's a, I, obviously been a brand new show. I haven't seen it, but I've seen uh, updates, workshops, and it it just looks hilarious and very family friendly, fun, and um, yeah, I'm very very excited to be able to host this world premiere. Fantastic. Yep. Um, so the next one I want to talk about is a show called Laser Kiwi, which is uh, from Wellington, and I actually saw the show over in Adelaide pre-COVID times, uh, and it's a show that once I saw it, I just thought oh, I've got to, I've got to present this show somewhere. It's um, absurd, absolutely absurd sketch comedy. Uh, if you just want to switch your brain off for an hour and laugh, which um, is really, really appealing these days. <laughs> <laughs> no this, prizes. This is, no prizes for guessing where the inspiration for the name came from. Laser Kiwi. Yep, they they un, unfurl the Laser Kiwi flag at the beginning of the <laughs> show, and they say this is the uh, ingenuity of uh, of New Zealanders that come up with something like this, and so that's that's the theme um, of the whole thing is that uh, that Laser Kiwi flag and the feeling behind it, and there, there is some uh, some little bit of circus work in there. There's a lot of skill. Uh, but it is one of those things that you will just start laughing and by the end of it you'll just be begging them to stop because you'll be hurting from laughing so much. And next up? Next up we want to go back from uh, a show from Australia called Work It. This is a um, uh, a circus show uh, which is inspired by 1980s jazzercise or jazzergetics or aerobics or whatever you were into back in the 80s. Uh, so it's very, very high energy and a lot, a lot of fun. I can assure you, I was not into any of those things, uh, but I know, I know people who were. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a dark history. Yes, I was. <laughs> I was actually teaching it way back in that time. Oh, is that right, yeah, Charlie? Yeah. Oh my! Apologies. But I won't be getting my spandex. But actually, I, no, and I want to say I did not. I was one of the only teachers back then who wore rugby shorts and singlet. I did not want to go down. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so that that would be really, really high energy and a lot, of, a lot of fun. Um, the next show is uh, is one of the. There's always um, some shows which are just a little bit special, um, little little nuggets. And Back to Square One is one of those. This is um, a show by Anders Falsi Jensen, who is Danish, but he's been living in New Zealand for a while now. And it's a show that he created uh, in the middle of COVID uh, to be originally performed in people's driveways, so that 
they couldn't get out of their houses, so he was taking the theatre to them. Uh, it's a show which we're going to be doing in Te Whare Arukatea. It's around his um, Anders' 95-year-old grandmother uh, who lives in Denmark and about how during lockdown when she was isolated in her house, she was never more connected with her family and uh, that she was every day on Zoom talking to her grandchildren and her great-grandchildren all around the world and how lockdown actually brought them all together. And this ties into some Danish mythology around the Tree of Life and Norse gods, and it all it all ties in together with coffee and cake for the audience at the end. No surprise, really, I suppose, Charlie, to see that the influence of COVID in the last couple of years is, yeah, is coming po- through we're, we're in some... We're doing positive COVID. Yeah. And I know the word positive and COVID shouldn't go together, but <laughs> so I want to change that to uplifting COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice to see. Yeah. So that, that, that's a lovely, lovely special show. Um and I, I saw this one in um, in Bats in Auckland, so in Wellington, and I just fell in love with it. Yep. Brilliant. And this show also, there's, I want to mention any Dunedin references. Uh, Anders actually workshopped the show about uh, a year and a half ago or so when we had a window um, out through the middle of the lockdowns um, in, here in Dunedin. Um, nice to see that uh, that the local contents and uh, contributions are reflected to, through the program as well. Mm. Keep going. There's so much more. <laughs> there is. There is. Um, and I can I can talk all day. Um, but speaking of talking, I didn't invite you here to lecture me. This <laughs> is uh, a show which is over 7,000 pages of university notes that have been put into one lecture. Um, for This is a show for anyone who has been to university or is currently at university or is taught or used to teach uh, or or just aware that universities or study exists. You've picked the right town for it. Exactly. So this is, this is keeping in that Dunedin thing. And this one's going to be at the, uh, the, sorry, the College of Education Auditorium, so we're trying to make it authentic. One performer will, um, will go through eight different types of lecturers that you have when you're at university <laughs> through actual verbatim um, notes. And this is – it's hilarious – Hopefully, uh, some of the the staff from um, the university and the Polytech will go along and just laugh at themselves for an hour. Now, for anyone who's unfamiliar with verbatim, that is literally the words as they were spoken. Exactly the words. The the exact notes from the lectures have been uh, put into this this, this play. Up next. Up next. um, We're going to delve a little bit into uh, the darkness, um, which some stories need to be told. And this is one that's called A Boy Called Piano. Um, about three or four years ago, I think it is, um, I uh, produced a play which went around the country called The White Guitar, which was about uh, the Luafutu family. Uh, most people don't know that name, but they know the name Scribe. It's Scribe's family. And this was the story about him growing up with his father, who used to uh, beat them, uh, beat the brothers and abuse them. And this is now the father's story. This is um, the prequel, if we want to say. And this is about piano who is the, um, the father, and two other boys, um, Pacifica boys, who, so it's uh, Māori and Pacifica um, uh, boys, three of them, and they are in care in the 60s in New Zealand, and it's about the uh, the abuse that Pacifica and Māori boys endured in, in New Zealand care in the 1960s. It's a story which not many people know, but it is a story which needs to be told. All right, that's A Boy Called Piano. Yeah. And I want to say this one is also... Um, and uh, it'll be next week, I think it is, um, at uh, the New Zealand Film Festival. It was all made into a documentary, and it will be at the film festival as well. So oh, get nice. along and see that. Good. Um, next one, we're going. We went dark, so let's go happy. 
thoroughly modern Maui, which is um, Rutane Spooner. It's his uh, one-man Maori show band. Rutane is a fantastic performer, and it's he has a full band with him, even though he's a one-man show band, which is one of his jokes. But the whole show is littered with fantastic songs, jokes. Uh, it's all about his his ancestor Maui, and about what, what Maui would be like today. Um, it's educational. But it's very, very funny and very, very clever. Right, original music and comedy with yeah. that one. Yep. Um, that one's a part of a national tour. I want to just quickly jump back to a Boiko Piano. The Boiko Piano will also be on at uh, the Oamaru Opera House as well as the Regent Theatre here. Great. So um, we've got a couple of local things we want, I want to talk about. Um, Agony Pants, starting with that one. Agony Pants is uh, two local performers, um, Kelly Hocking and Harriet Moy. And they are, they, they're taking um, people right in with their problems and they will be discussing their problems live on stage. Neither Harriet nor Kelly have any qualifications and they should not be doing this. <laughs> so I want to say it's comedy. Fun. It's yeah. very comedic. Yeah. Uh, so that, that'll be a lot, a lot of fun um, on our closing night at Petri Dish. And speaking of that Petri Dish, Otipoti Theatre Lab, which is by Prospect Park Productions, this is something that... Um, uh, they put together um, on an annual basis it's uh, up and coming playwrights and they put them together with well established playwrights from around the country and directors and actors and they workshop their, their new plays and then they'll be put on for an audience um, knowing that they are shows in development that you're seeing so it's really good to be there at the beginning of a show you might see um, you might see a work that uh, you like and then the next Dunedin Arts Festival, you will see it as a full-on production. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Because that's perhaps not normally what you would expect from the Arts Festival. You'd want the, you want you normally get the, the finished, pristine, polished product, but here we see theatre in its making. It's very, very valuable part, part of the process for mm. me. And for um, and audiences don't normally get to see that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Prospect Park have been doing this for a while um, to their audiences. Hopefully we can give them a whole new audience. And as if, if someone is seeing a show now in development and then... In a year's time or two years' time, the full production's there. They have an investment. They want to go back and see how the show has grown. Yeah, nice. Yep. Um, now, our cover girl. For those who have seen any of our um, images around town, our posters are up. Um, our bus backs are there. And hopefully you've seen our social media. You would have seen our cover. Um, and that is a picture from the show called The Strangest of Angels, which is New Zealand Opera Company. Uh, it's a show that... We had New Zealand Opera Company at the last festival um, with a show in a hotel room and the conversation started then about how we can um, work together to premiere a brand new work around Janet Frame, about Janet Frame. So this is a show that local soprano Annalise um, commissioned and has worked alongside um, uh, Kenneth Young and Georgia Jamieson Ems around creating this brand new opera about Janet it frames time in the Seacliff Mental Asylum. That's very exciting. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a it's not a uh, a feel good opera. Not that there are that many feel good no. operas, but <laughs> um, but it, it it is an incredible story about how Janet was um, she was scheduled to have a lobotomy, and uh, there's only two characters in it, Janet and the nurse, and the nurse is very much of Janet needs to have this lobotomy to fix um, this, this this schizophrenia, which. She wasn't even diagnosed with at that time. And um, over the time of getting to know each other and the nurse beginning to read some of Janet's writing and then Janet gets a, gets an award from America 
sent to her and she realizes that this brain is not one that you need that you should be lobotomizing mm. and she actually stops the, the lobotomy and it's an incredible incredible story it's very heart-wrenching um and to have an opera based on such a local identity as well um, and created by lo- by locals with New Zealand um, opera company is is really really special it's the strangest of angels yes yep and the um it's with the Dunedin Symphony Orchestra as well um, speaking of top New Zealand companies, we go from New Zealand Opera Company to the New Zealand Dance Company. This is a show called Artifact, which is in the uh, Dunedin Public Art Gallery. It's They'll be taking audiences of around 75-ish uh, around the art gallery where there will be performances happening um, in the various exhibition spaces. Uh, so it's a promenade, um, two shows a night uh, performance. And it's, it's, it's something which has only been performed once at the Auckland War Memorial Museum as part of the Auckland Arts Festival, and we're very, very excited to be able to do it for the second time. Mm, so unique experience, depending on which where you're standing in the room, what perspective exactly, you've got on it. Exactly, exactly. And uh, even though we know that the um, uh, the art gallery is uh, has many stairs and many levels, if you're a, a differently abled um, audience member and you have to use the lift, there will be a special performance in the lift, so... you no, everyone gets something different when they're watching it. Fantastic. Yep. Artifact. Artifact. Uh, now, for those who remember the 2018 uh, Dunedin Arts Festival, Arts Festival Dunedin as it was back then, which two, it's a long time ago. Everything pre-COVID seems like a lifetime ago. Mm. But if you search back in your memories, you might remember a show called Beloved Muse, which was um, Maxi Blaha from Austria. Who, it was a beautiful, beautiful performance up in the Savoy. Maxie's coming back with her brand new show, um, which is a uh, about uh, modernism in Austria. So she's come all the way from Austria just to Dunedin, and then she's heading back to Austria again. It's uh, it's really, really incredible just to have this one yeah. uh, only Southern Hemisphere performance. Alma Hu. Alma Hu, and um, she's a fantastic international performer. It's really really exciting to be able to bring her over. Um, the next show is a, a little bit different. It's called The Most Naked. It's a show about um, uh, about nudity and how nudity is treated in today's world. Um, now, I must preface, this show does contain full frontal nudity. Um, it's not a lot of something we get, not, not a lot of that going on in Dunedin uh, Not, not the in year. winter, no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it'll be novel for all sorts Every, of reasons. Yes, yeah. Uh, and it's, it is a little bit different for us. Um, and it's, it's just the... Um, well, just the two performers, but there are um, a couple of dancers who help out at the beginning and the end. But it's um, Hannah Tasker-Poland, who is an incredible, incredible performer. She's the, um, the, the most naked one. And Lucian Johnson, the musician, Lucian's on the piano, on the saxophones, playing away. And it's all original music, um, original dance, original monologues. And it's all about nudity. And as I mentioned before, it does contain... Full frontal nudity. It's a cabaret performance. It'd be a lot, a lot of fun. Speaking of dance, Atomera Dance Company back. Mm. Yeah, New Zealand's premier Maori dance company, Atomera Dance Company, and this is a, a show called Tefeki, which is the octopus, and it's the eight different limbs of the octopus and how they um, have worked their way around the country. It's incredible, incredible show. We're very, very lucky that we have been. Um, Funded by the Lion Foundation for this one to make the make the ticket prices for the show really really accessible. We're talking fifteen. That's one five, not five zero. Oh, what fifteen dollars a ticket to go and see this 
fantastic, fantastic performance at the at the Regent. Theater. So let's fill the Regent for that let's one. Let's fill the Regent and and say that Oti Poti Dunedin loves dance. As indeed it mm. does, um, the work of the Natchiloka School of Indian Classical Dance with Swarupa Uni. Yes, we had Swarupa uh, last festival with um, her annual showcase for her dance company. This is her solo piece that she created um, a couple of years ago but uh, for Tempo Dance Festival in Auckland, but unfortunately due to COVID could not be performed. It's an incredible piece um, about domestic abuse amongst, amongst migrant women. Um, so it's a very intimate little performance in Te Whare uh, just one night only, and it'll be, be very, very special. Swarup is an incredible performer. It's so good to have someone of her calibre here in Otipoti Dunedin. And that's called Atete. Atete, yep. Um, now, speaking of some of calibre, we, we've already announced this show because um, he's, he's got a national tour coming up, but uh, the icon of New Zealand music, Don McGlashan, is coming back. Don, the last time I'm aware that he came here was with the festival in 2018. And uh, so we this this is the beginning of our, um, in the brochure anyway, the beginning of our, our Knox Church music celebration. Um, so the, Don, for a night with full band in Knox Church, uh, will be incredible. And it's, it is a very special band. He's got Shane Carter in his band. He's got... Um, uh, Chris O'Connor, he's got yeah some fantastic performances, performers in there. There's been some very successful musical performances put on at Knox. It is a special venue for all sorts of reasons. Lovely acoustics apart from fantastic anything acoustic, else. Acoustics, yeah. um, so that'll be a special night, as will a night with Jenny Mitchell. Yeah, so um, Jenny's a local girl come good. She's uh, originally from Gore, um, but spent a lot of her life here in Dunedin. Um, Jenny has, uh, she's just been winning actually a few uh, awards with her music. She's a, a country music star. Um, she just had a, a brand new song out there with um, the magnificent Tammy Nielsen. And um, if those of you who saw last year our Tammy Nielsen show, uh, Jenny came on at the end and did the on- encore with her. And just after a night of listening to Tammy's music, Tammy's voice, as soon as Jenny opened her mouth, you could hear an audible gasp from the audience when mm. they heard. Jenny's voice. So there you go, you've got a stalwart um, uh, of the New Zealand music scene in Don McGlashan and then you've got an emerging artist. We've got the next, the next generation with, yep. with Jenny and her twin, young twin sisters um, who are coming up from Gore to sing back up. And there's, oh, brilliant. There's nothing like family um, harmonic. That, yeah, that, uh, it just sounds fantastic. And she, Jenny's also doing one, uh, she's doing one night here at Knox and then she's heading down to Gore to do one night in the Woolshed. Now, fans of the Be Good Tanyas and other outfits uh, will be very excited to hear that Frazee Ford is on. Yeah, Frazee Ford, as you mentioned, the Be Good Tanyas was her um, previous band. She's a, fr- come all the way from Canada, uh, international sensation. And, um, yeah, we're very, very lucky to have someone of her international standing come to the festival. More New Zealand um, music with Louis Baker. Yeah, yeah, New Zealand's, um, I like to call him the, uh, well, he's, he's, a, he's a, the king of soul here and he's got such a soulful sound. But he's also, um, I like to, say, like to say he's half soul, half the Jeff Buckley style. He's absolutely beautiful, Louis, and um, he'll be here with full band, including Lisa Tomlins and Kirsten Torito as backup vocals. And we had them as part of the last festival with the New Blue. That's an impressive lineup for Knox Church. Mm. Um, definitely, music fans will be uh, hunting down those tickets very quickly. And uh, and as um, 
as I say, we're talking now with uh, Charlie Unwin about the Dunedin Arts Festival 2022. If you're wondering what this amazing program is that we're going through, listeners, uh, you want to be hopping online now and securing your tickets for these two. We'll talk, talk a little bit more about that in a moment. So we move on. Um, tell us more. Okay, so um, this one is a, a little bit different. Um, it's the NZ Trio, uh, New Zealand's premier chamber ensemble, who... Um, are coming as part of uh, our lunchtime series, but we're doing an evening performance in the art gallery. And the reason we're doing it in the art gallery is that uh, a member of the audience will be strapped to an EEG machine that reads their brainwaves, and that machine is hooked up to a robot who will be painting a painting based on their appreciation or their how they feel about the, the NZ Trio's performance. Um, so we're, we're creating art while we're listening to art. Remarkable, <laughs> yeah. uh, almost fringy. One yeah, it's a it's a world premiere performance. Uh, it's really it's going to be really really cool. And then at the end of it, um, depending on the quality of the painting, which I'm sure will be great, we'll we'll auction that off for charity. Ah, lovely idea. Rhythms of the brain. There. Rhythms is. of the brain is the name of the show. Um, now another one uh, which is a little bit different, and it's a bit different for us is Otipoti Hip Hop Hustle. This is a, a mini festival within the festival that normally sits. Um, uh, has, has been part of the Dunedin Fringe Festival, but due to COVID and the recent one, they've had to postpone. So um, I, I, I said, yep, come and play with us. So we're, fan- we're very, very lucky to have uh, this this hip-hop festival happening in the um, the D-Pag car park uh, around the back in Moray Place. Uh, this is a, a festival which has um, dance, it has graffiti art, it has hip-hop music, it, all happening over, um, the, over a few hours from 3 p.m. until late in the car park. The NZSO coming, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, this is uh, this is exciting. We have the New Zealand's premier orchestra coming with um, with four different, uh, very different performances. The first one being um, a show called Legacy, which is um, uh, Dame Gillian Whitehead's uh, new work, as well as um, having oh, the full orchestra with Dame Gillian Whitehead, some Mozart and some Brahms. Uh, this, these performances are happening in the Dunedin Town Hall, by the way. Um, and then we have Bright Sparks, which is uh, local hero Shane Carter. So Shane Carter and the NZSO together, um, doing all of Shane's music um, over the evening, which will be fantastic to listen to, how, how those two styles meld together. Um, and then we have Fantastic Voyage, which is uh, Fidimako Black. Oh, I love her voice, um, as singing alongside um, some some songs by Philip Glass, um, some Bach. Philip Glass's stuff has been um, inspired by David Bowie, so we've got a little bit of a second Bowie-inspired um, show here. And then we've got a, um, something that the NZSO called the Open Doors, which are some free stuff happening um, for the, uh, the community, and one of them is a free piano recital um, on, the, on the Saturday. Brilliant. Gosh, gosh, what a what a program! Now look, we can't go through the rest of this in detail, but you have the St Paul's at One series yeah, so, back, yep, Jolly. Yep, yeah, a lunchtime series, St Paul's at One, which uh, has been very, very popular in the past, and we we'll want to continue doing that. It's one of the the stalwarts of the festival. Yep, and uh, the Olverston at Six yep, series, another stalwart. Um, so this is at six pm in uh, the historic Olverston House. Uh, some evening performances, uh, mainly lo- mainly local performers as well. Something new uh, that you're doing this year is uh, a collaboration with the Readers and Writers Festival. Yeah, yeah. The um, the Writers Festival have uh, decided to move themselves after their last 
one, which was in May 2021, to move themselves to October into the festival's off year. So there'll be something happening in Dunedin every October, which is fantastic. It'll either be us or them. So it just made sense to play play together. So in um, in their off year, which is this year, uh, we're doing some writers' stuff as part of our festival. And then next year, when they've got their festival on, we'll put a play on um, or something similar during their festival so we can actually work together. So this is just dipping our toes into their writers with two fantastic writers, Christine Lunens, who wrote the book Caging Skies, which was then turned into um, the movie Jojo Rabbit uh, by Taika Waititi. She has a new book out called An Amber's Wake um, about the Rainbow Warrior, which is also currently being made into a, a film in Hollywood. All right. Yeah. We love family stuff too, uh, Charlie, and the harmonic resonators and the nukes are together. Yep, yep. We've got a nice uh, nice way to f- close down the festival on um, the final night, uh, which is the harmonic resonators, um, a Maori sh- family band from Tauranga, and the nukes, New Zealand's premier ukulele group, coming together for uh, just a fun night of song and, and performance and laughs. Now, we've been talking about the ticketed events. There is a little bit of free stuff going on oh, around the festival as well. Yep, got to have free stuff. We actually worked out uh, yesterday um, when I was talking to people at the launch. We've got seven different free free performances happening over um, eight. Sorry, free performances happening over Otipoti. All right. So the best way to get on top of all of this is to check out the program. Now, if you can get yourself a hard copy, I don't know about you. I love having a hard copy that I can carry around with me and just flick through and start circling things. But of course, you can find the full festival program up online. Just look for Dunedin Arts Festival. And um, Charlie, uh, of course, we'd love to see people get their tickets well in advance here. I mean, apart from anything else, uh, it uh, makes Charlie here feel a little <laughs> bit more comfortable. But uh, you also do want to secure your place for some of these um, yeah, for some of these so, events. Some right? of these will sell out. Some of them, um, the likes of uh, so Don McGlashan sold out last time he was here. We've got some smaller venues like which will sell out um, the art gallery as well so some so you definitely get an early we've also got an early bird special all over the month of august well there you go yeah every reason to start checking out that program now and planning your experience of Dunedin arts festival 2022 as we have heard an extensive program a very varied program definitely something for everyone i know there'll be lots of listeners out there celebrating now the very thought of getting stuck into this and uh, at a time when hey I, I think we can say this festival's going on charlie can't we <laughs> we, we, we can say it's happening we're, we're out there uh, <laughs> yeah great to talk with you um and of course here on the awesome morning show we will be talking with some of the featured artists um uh, through some of the acts uh, and performances that charlie's mentioned so definitely looking forward to those stay tuned to the awesome morning show for that and uh, charlie we might catch up again before the festival too Thanks, Charlie. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.